think we're good. Okay. <clears throat> I thought we were good. That's your water over there. At yep. backside attack. Advic save. Uh, hey, hey, buddy. How's it uh, going? No, no. <laughs> I mean, it was... I got here just literally like two minutes ago. <laughs> literally two minutes ago. It threw me off the... How's it going? Good. Like, because that's literally the question you're going to ask. Like, you walked in the door just now, mm-hmm. and all this was ready to go. Yeah. And we were uh, we were good to go. I set it up before I left. Mm-hmm. And I came back, and I'm like, we're, we're set. Mm-hmm. Nothing else to do. Yeah. I uh, I got myself a, a treat. I don't know if you noticed outside how the sidewalk and the driveway is, like, super clean. Like, I'm kind of meticulous about, like, keeping my driveway Yeah, and like, I noticed the sidewalk in front of the driveway was clean. It's clean. Yeah. I got a, uh, did I tell you? I bought a 900 CFM uh, leaf blower. It's like a oh, backpack really? leaf blower. Oh, you nice. Put it on your back, and it's got, like, this gigantic thing that comes out, like the cannon. In, uh, in, yeah, in see, I have, yeah, I have the, 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 home, the Home Depot and the green one. Yeah. The, the, the Home Depot brand. That the Ni- EcoSense or whatever it's called? Niobe or whatever. This Ryobi. Ryobi, yeah. yeah. I have that one. I just use that to blow off my car or something you like blow that. Blow your car off. Yeah. This thing will, will blow that blower of yours down the street. I wouldn't doubt it. It's yeah. so powerful. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, today I was doing that thing where it was like minus 20 outside. Mm-hmm. Kind of felt shitty about being the only guy in the neighborhood with that kind of power. Like godlike power of wind. <laughs> it, it makes you feel powerful. Yeah. So I did mine at my neighbors. And I went around the corner. I did it with my other neighbor. I did the sidewalks and driveways. And my both guys across the street. Mm-hmm. Like a quarter tank. I just burnt my gas out. It's like just burn it all out. But a holy shit! Does it just like I, I'll never oh, use yeah, a it, again. It, is, it is gas powered, right? It's gas powered. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, totally yeah. gas powered. But it's like once you do it, you'll never go back to a shovel. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't an infomercial. I'm not gonna say the name of the brand, but mm-hmm. like I don't know what the hell I was doing. Work smart, not hard. Is it's a it's a saying for a reason. Now, if you're working hard, uh, yeah, well, you're probably not working smart. You're, yeah. probably, you're probably dumber than you should be. Yeah, you're dumber than you should be. That's a good way to put it's it. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> good Lord. I, I love it so much. <laughs> I wish I had seen you like a maniac just running around doing other people's sidewalks. Uh, sometimes. Just, just that thing is like, like. Oh, dude. Still blowing everywhere. Well, it just flies like so easily. Sometimes mm-hmm. my, my neighbor, the one who, like me and me, my neighbor, my, he's been here about three or four years. Yeah. We're pretty close. We're like really good Back buddies. over there, right? The guy across yeah. the street, Justin over there. Mm-hmm. He's a solid dude. So I'll get his done and he'll hang out by the corner in his truck and he'll be honking his horn. But I got my earplugs in. Yeah. I got the blower going. It's so fucking loud. Mm-hmm. I'm just destroying the sidewalk. And he's like, yeah, I was out there honking for like five minutes. And I couldn't, like, you just wouldn't look up. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm in the zone, man. I'm I'm totally full blown, just having a great time out there with this blower. Yeah, I did that once to my friend. He was uh, I was at his, I crashed at his place, and he was uh, vacuuming, but he had his headset on. So what I did was I unplugged the vacuum cleaner. Oh, and he didn't even notice. He kept doing he just kept it going because he, could, he couldn't hear anything. So on his headphones, he just kept doing this. But he would no work was being done. <laughs> well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I know. That's full on embarrassing. <laughs> oh, buddy, a lot going on this week since the last time we uh, we had a little chitty chat. Yeah. Did you did you purchase a brand new shiny non tangible? Uh, non fungible Trump no. token. Did you buy no, yourself a Trump not. NFT? No, it's uh, apparently it's it's selling really well, but sold uh, out. Yeah, they're sold out. But a lot of a lot we'll of numbskulls. But there. Uh, I don't know. It's just um, he is the ultimate grifter. He's the ultimate grifter. I mean, when NFTs are not doing well, this guy shows up with an NFT and manages to get all of his cronies to buy one. Like, well, I mean, and they did. The price surged. Yeah, and the thing is, is like, well, I'm not sure. Like, if is he desperate for money, or I'm not sure what it is. Um, if that's the way to go, maybe but, he just uh, wants to be a superhero. Yeah, it was just um, holy shit. That was yeah. That's just <laughs> it was a pretty cringy commercial. It was pretty bad. Um, like it's like he was begging. Like it's not like he was like begging people to buy it. He was like saying like, yeah, buy it if you want to. Like he was like maybe it's a it's a good Christmas gift. Like, but I was just like watching it. I'm like, this is a this this is just guy on his knees basically um so it is so wild like i mean we've seen that um we've seen the like the outtakes of when they tried to, like when he was when he was the president 
And he tried to get the uh, whoever was recording him was trying to get him to say things properly, like you know, like multiple tapes. To get, tapes oh yeah, to I saw that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to like get through like one videotape message to whoever. It was, yeah, it was worse than Bill O'Reilly's. It was way worse than Bill O'Reilly. It's impossible to get him to just like go through a sentence because yeah. he, like he's he's got ADHD. Is it, that's when he was. Is that when he spilled? He, like, he spilled something on his shirt. I don't know. That was another one too. That might be another yeah. one. Mm-hmm. He was like pretty well dressed in this one, but he just could not get through it. And you're like, man, multiple, not like one or two takes, or like you know, even ten takes. It was like forty takes from trying to get through a sentence. He's like, can't do it. No, I, I won't it. say it. Can't we just say clean instead of like sanitization? He's like, can't we just say the the people who clean the streets? And like weird shit like that. Yeah, he can't, he can't he can't form a sense if it's not coming from himself. And from himself. Yeah. And when it does come from himself, it's just a rambling mess. It's a rambling mess. Which is what this was, right? Yeah. This was like him and his own team. He's like, I'm just going to go up there and talk, and they're going to listen buy stuff that I sell them, because they will. And they did. But like the rambling speech that goes on with this guy. I don't know, yeah, because I think even like Steve Bannon and all like all of his cronies were like, just like whoever told you to do this is, a, yeah. is an idiot. Like, well, But whatever. It's... um. It makes for interesting news. I'll it makes for interesting news. I'll give them that. So. The question now is, like, we know NFTs are crashing. They're not doing really well. No. And these will obviously, because they were limited and they spiked, and the people who did buy them are the, the true believers, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not going to know how to sell them. They're not, they're not going to no, know where to get money for them. Well, the people who buy them, are like, for Trump, like, they, they probably, number one, they probably hold, they won't hold any value. Right. And number two is that um, it's not something you want to sit on because no. Um, no matter how much you love Trump, that's not that thing's not going to age very well. So, <laughs> just like Trump, yeah, just yeah, exactly. Just, 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 well. That one where like he's, I think he's wearing like a, he's wearing a like he has that superhero outfit like Shazam color, and then the he has that championship tea, belt, and he has those f- boots with I say forty five on them, yeah, and they had the lasers coming out of his eyes. That's that's a guy who's running for president. Yes. This is this is a president. Yeah, this is a former president. Yeah, that's a former. That's a guy a former president. That's a guy who was a president at one point. Yeah. So who lost? Who's about to lose three times in the? I don't know, man. That guy's just. Like, he lost a three, lot of fun. He, he lost two thousand. He lost in two thousand eighteen. He lost in two thousand twenty. Lost in two thousand twenty two. He's on a roll. So. He's on a roll, man. I, I got to tell you though. I mean, I don't know if it was that. Uh, you know, like um, what, what's the, what's the saying? Like uh, familiarity breeds contempt, right? Contempt. So when he was around all the time, we just hated him. But it's that uh, the longing makes the heart grow fonder, kind of thing. Like, yeah. now that we haven't seen him in such a long time, when I do see him, I'm like, I kind of miss this screwball comedy that was the Trump White House. Uh, I don't know. I, I would say, like, I, I miss, uh, um, well, the, the number one is the thing is, like, it's U.S. politics, right? So I don't really don't give a shit. Right. But, like, uh, it's, it's... But it's a soap opera. It's a soap TV opera. It's fun, it's fun to watch. Like, DeSantis is out polling him, even though he's not running for president. Right. Well, he hasn't announced he's running. He hasn't announced it, yeah. yeah. So... Um, and if he does. DeSantis is, I mean, he's, um, he's not like a wordsmith. He's not the uh, the guy you want. You don't to write. have to be for going against Trump. No, you don't have to be. No, I mean, yeah. you don't want him writing movie scripts. They're gonna be like bestsellers. Yeah. But at the same time, the guy is he's like cocky enough, he's young enough, and he's witty enough to turn that Trump table around on Trump. Like oh yeah. When, the way Trump treated uh, the old uh, the old Rodham, the Hillary there. Yeah. Like he could easily do that to Trump. Yeah, because like there's no real like what could you how much could you like it'll just turn into like because like Trump will drag it down to like a mudslinging contest basically sure. right and so it's. Um, Hillary has a lot of dirt on her, um, so there's a lot of skeletons in that closet with the whole the whole Clinton family. A lot of corpses there. And so, but DeSantis is like he's fresh faced compared to that. So, right. um, granted, like there's he's not like you know he's not clean 100 percent, right? No one is. No one's 100. percent But like, uh, tr- what is Trump? Gonna, like, if it goes, if it comes down to that, 
that's gonna be must see TV. Oh, that, sure. be uh, if that was pay per view, I'd, I'd buy it. So yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not pay per view. We get it for free. So we'll get, get, free, just get yeah. to watch it for free. I know it's gonna be hilarious. Who was clean though? Like when when you look at presidents who actually ran for president on you know like fairly moderate or relaxed platforms, like who was actually clean? Well, Romney was clean. Romney was clean enough. Yeah, he was clean enough. Clean enough. Well, he made. Well, he's a he's from Utah, so like that's as clean as you get. Yeah, Utah, and then he had that little yeah. estate. Yeah, when Obama first ran, he was clean. <clears throat> Obama was clean. Jimmy yeah. Carter was arguably clean. Arguably clean, yeah. Um, was was Reagan? Well, Reagan was probably bought and paid for by that like creepy, uh, that that group, the family. Remember the people, the, the, the church group that only praised the one, the Book of Jesus thing. Oh, uh, the gospel. <laughs> That the, they do the prayer meetings, they make you hold hands and like you know praise God. Before yeah, I'm not too sure, but but Reagan was a part of the '80s, which was like uh, they need they needed that, right? Uh, yeah, so Reaganomics. Yeah, Reaganomics. So like, but uh, I think um, yeah, no one now, like now especially, everyone is vying for power, so no one is clean. Nobody's clean. Nobody's clean unless you're unless you're like you came out of nowhere, like like. Pete Buttigieg is clean. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg is <laughs> he's as clean. clean as you get. Like, Those uh, the um, what are they called? The Castro brothers. They're fairly clean. they're fairly clean. Yeah. You know what? I did you ever watch that? Um, what was that one? Oh, it was Ryan Gosling, George Clooney, Marissa Tomei? Yeah, Ides of March. Yeah, the Ides of March. Ides of March. Where yeah. like Clooney is like Mister Clean. Yeah, he's me running for senator or something, and mm-hmm. like uh, Gosling's running his campaign. Turns out he had like an underage girlfriend and killed yeah. her in a hotel room. Yeah, like fucking nobody's clean. Nobody's clean. I yeah. do, I do like those stories in movies. I mean, I don't, I don't wish that kind of story to anybody in real life. Yeah, but like the Chappaquiddick, like all the weird shit that that these people who have ultimate power mm-hmm. that they ultimately end up being super corrupt <clears throat> and like that that phrase right power mm-hmm. corrupts absolutely but it does corrupt it either corrupts you from generations back where you're born into the corruption mm-hmm. or eventually you become this person who's like just fucking even obama i mean he was uh arguably the one of the greatest presidents of all time on paper and um like visibly clean cut he was great in a speech but he drone strike the shit yeah. out of kids I, I think I think that's 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 an that's an example of when like like we are of we are of what circumstances make of us right so he was just a he's just a victim of like just being like just bogged down in a war and you're like you know what what choices do I have right not saying that though his choices were the best they were not the, good they were not good so like even Biden with a knife uh, drone even that's a better call yeah you hear about this thing yeah, it's a it's a drone that basically like has a six switchblades built into it, and it's just fucking fire out. Yeah, and they just like they come straight down and just cut you to bits. No explosion, no collateral damage, but just a bloody mess. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a fatal flying guillotine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's six guillotines just wrapped into one gigantic like American gray cock. Yeah, and just comes down, and the pubes are all just razor blades, and they yeah. just fucking cut you to shit. Yeah, I uh, yeah I don't know. Um, um, yeah, I've been watching that a lot. Of, I've been trying to watch as much as of, of the war in Ukraine of what's going on. I guess there's another $850 million package is going to Ukraine. Yeah, and still, you know, I mean, what about the kids in your own country? Yeah. Like, and, what, about, what about the homeless problems in your yeah, own country? And then um, I guess the, I guess Ukraine is getting Patriot missiles now. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Just, just, we're, just, we're just bleeding finance. Like, the West is bleeding finances into a country. And uh, meanwhile, you know, like 3,000 homeless people in our city. Um, fucking, I can't imagine what's going on in Toronto right now with the homeless population, kids just starving in your own country. Poverty country, rates yeah. just like skyrocketing in yeah. America. Poverty, uh, what's obesity. Called? Vancouver is becoming uh Vancouver is becoming a tent city now. You mean becoming? Or like, it, or it's like a it's bigger like, tent city? Is, is like is like going More to tent? going to the depths of of like of being a worse tent city than like 
It's up there. Yeah, it's up there with San Francisco, Seattle. Mm. Um, it's yeah, it's terrible. It's tendier. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if um. I'm going there in January, so I can't wait to go see it again. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Just drive by the tents. Yeah. I, I'm not entirely sure if it was uh, how accurate the story was. I heard it a bunch of times from a few different people who all knew each other, so I don't know where it comes from. But Vancouver is where the term Skid Row comes from. Yeah. The skids down Hastings, right? Hastings. East, East, Hastings. Run, East Hastings. East Hastings. Yeah. Used to run the skids down the street for like boat for boats and. and is that what it's, is what's, Oh, I didn't. know Yeah, that. I think that's actually like the like the um what's what's the word I'm looking for the uh, the not not etymology. The the birthplace of the term. Is from Vancouver. Oh. So, like, when you hear about, like, Skid Row, it doesn't mean, like, he hit the skids, like, he skid and fell down or something like that. It's I thought literally it was, about... Yeah, I thought that term came from, like, someplace in Los Angeles. Uh, no, I think it got co-opted and it got worse there. Oh, okay. I think, like, in Los Angeles, and I believe San Francisco, had their own Skid Rows that were mm-hmm. worse than Vancouver's. But I think in East Hastings, that, that actual street, they used to drag the skids. Like, they used to drag stuff down the skids. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. In in that street. Mm. So, like, they had them built into the road, and they just dragged them down. That was Skid Row. And because it was such a piece of shit part of town, that's where a lot of people would just go to for either labor work or uh, just, you know, just get high as a kite. I bet you there's a lot of opium dens out there. <laughs> if you punch in Skid Row East Hastings, it might come up. We're doing a little... Uh, Skid Row Origins. We're going we're gonna to educate. Where did Skid Row come from? Skid Road. Skid Row originated from the from Skid Ro- Skid oh, fuck it. no ads. Skid Row originated from Skid Road, which mm-hmm. was a forest track over which logs were dragged to get to get uh, either water or for transport or by the mill. Mm-hmm. By 1915, Skid Row had become to use come to be used to, to di- indicate a street or area of cheap r- shops and resorts, a relatively disreputable dis- 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 district. Disreputable, yeah. I bet then, you that was like most towns with like oceans or waterfronts had that. Probably, yeah. So that's where it comes from. That's that's where all the shipping would come in. Right. Yeah. That's where all the shipping would come mm-hmm. in from. But I mean, it's not like it's great all like now. It's just getting worse and worse. No, Vancouver's a uh, that city's a shit show. Mm. Yeah, it's not affordable to live anywhere. Um, yeah, like the it's it is becoming like there's just too much. Tra- like last time I was there in a, um, what was it there April mm-hmm. and uh, yeah there was uh, it's all construction so it feels like New York. Um, it's in a bad way, oh. and um, there's tents everywhere. Um, traffic is terrible it takes you an hour to get anywhere yep and um it's always the, 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 everything is like always being under construction they're just always trying to repair things because there's so many like aqueducts being uh, being all the water is going through there since all the water is free there basically right. right so i just went there and i was like i hate this place like i just can't stand that city i think it's just but, terrible but but do they have a cactus club yeah they do do you know what I'm talking about? No. I'm I'm not trying to get away from this conversation, mm. but it just reminded me of this broad from Toronto. This <laughs> broad. Who shows up into Edmonton and uh, is all upset. Did you hear the story? No. So, um, talking about, like, crappier towns. Okay. Because, like, we love our town. As, yeah. as, as divey as Edmonton is, mm-hmm. as Philly North as Edmonton is, mm-hmm. it's still a pretty town. It's we, ho- yeah, it's home. It's home. Yeah. We got the biggest... Inner city park in, ta- in in North America, I think. The River Valley's pretty. It's, yeah. I, I like it quite a bit. We're, Ed- but we're yeah. used to it. Yeah, like, I, like Edmonton in the summer is awesome. In the summertime, Edmonton is fucking fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't like Edmonton in the summertime, if you don't like Edmonton in the summertime, you're an asshole. Yeah. Is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. There's always, you can find things to do here. Yeah. A girl. 
Comes from Toronto. She is like a uh, a recruiter for like Little Caesars or whatever. I know I read that article. In yeah, Mississauga. yeah. Is that that? That was that. Uh, she's an African. She's an African African Canadian lady, right? I think you can just say black. Yeah, she's black. Yeah. I mean, she came here and her. Yeah, I I read that entire story and yep. I'm like, no one cares. Okay, nobody cares. Nobody cares. So what, let they, me get this straight. You with very little information or research. Yep. Just saw some ads for a town you know fuck all about. Yep. You left your entire family and moved across the country to a different town with no research, it seems like, yeah. according to your article. Mm-hmm. You, she was just told that it's, it's cheaper to live it's here. It's cheaper to live here. Yeah. You bought a house in a suburb away from downtown. You got lonely and depressed because you didn't do any of your fucking research and you, you know, your own head got in the Yeah, way. she's like, oh, it was, it was so, it's so hard to meet people. People didn't know what a lounge was. Yeah, and you it didn't know what a lounge was. And then you hate on Edmonton and you cry at baby your ass back to Mississauga. Yeah, and then you write, a, yeah, then you write an article about you write it. write an article about online. it. Nobody cares. Let me ask you something. Mississauga? Like, you're going to compare Edmonton to, like, a suburb. That's like saying, like, you moved from... New York to Beaumont, and you didn't appreciate the lack of skyscrapers. Yeah. You dipshit. Yeah. Holy crap. Like, I don't, like... I've never, I've never heard so much whining in my life. I've never heard so much whining. I'm Edmonton proud, and I know all the flaws of this town. I worked in the bar industry here. I worked in the casinos here. I worked in, like, the restaurants. I've done, like, that level of work where you interact with, like, you know, the transient population. Not the transients, like the homeless people. Mm-hmm. But people come from all over the world, all over Canada, and come and, like, come to Edmonton to, to get shit done. Yeah. I know who you are. I defend this town to all those people nonstop. I'm yeah, Edmonton proud. Yeah, I re- yeah, I just I read the article. I'm like, and I'm like crack me up. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I was just like, years. First of all, I was like, and she's like, yeah, I couldn't meet, I couldn't find anyone to date or something like that. I'm like, yeah. okay, first of all, okay, you know what? You're not everyone's cup of tea. Okay? Yeah, maybe maybe that's what it like, is. Yeah, why don't you just get over yourself a little bit? <laughs> maybe you're not a catch. Yeah. Like, are you married? Were you married? Are you probably divorced? How many yeah. relationships have you she been was, in? She wasn't that great looking anyway. Yeah, I mean that's subjective. But my, my no, question no, I, too I, is like I, I'm pretty sure I, I could be I could be uh I could be direct. You can be direct. Yeah, yeah that's cool, man. <laughs> I'm always subjective about looks because <clears throat> I'm a goblin, so I'm like yeah, I'm always subjective. <laughs> but to me, it's like maybe your personality shit, and that's why like that's why you found yourself. I think, in that honestly, I think I think that's probably it. I think, I think that's what it is. Yeah. But the thing is, like, it's hard to come in from another town to come in here and come to the town to meet people. But right. to give up that to give up that easily, right? I'd be like, like you know what? Uh, if it's cheaper to live here, um, why not just like just come here? Do your research about what Edmonton is like, and then just come here. And then, uh, you know, you take the you you take the beats when it comes to like meeting people, and you know, like you take your time, and you know, not every, basically you're saying that everyone who comes from out of town is not, is going to hate it. Exactly. That's that's basically what her her, her that that was that was the vibe I got from her. Right. That, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Don't go there because you'll fucking hate it. You'll hate it. Like yeah. you're not going to like it because like you're sophisticated and that place is like a pile of dog shit. Yeah. What an idiot. What an idiot. Yeah. I don't know. That that whole thing just, it cracked me up. Yeah. It made me a little upset, but at the same time, I was, I was less upset because you realize, like, as you're reading the article, that she's not balanced as a human. No, no, no. That's, that, that, all that was to get eyes on on her story. That's right. all it was. That's all it she was. She had no, 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 no that, that, that story got no, like. Well, it got traction for sure, but it didn't get any sympathy. No, no sympathy right. at all. Like, I think like, a lot of people. Up. Get out of here. Across the board, I think most people who read that, who weren't in Toronto, and let me tell you something, Toronto sucks. Your hockey team is garbage. Yeah. Like, our, our team's way better. Your, your yeah, team is crap. Yeah, your winter is terrible. We both lose, but your winters are awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have winters that are somewhat normal. Like, these are winters. Mm-hmm. Your winters, you know, lake water and your friggin' Mississauga. I don't yeah. know what you're drinking in Mississauga, lady. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Cavill's out as Superman. Yes. Cavill is done. Unfortunately, like, he, he just announced his comeback. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like his rebirth. His Lazarus-style resurrection from the Snyderverse. Yeah. Uh, the Rock brought him back. And then 
Thumbs down, Fart Sound. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's out now. Uh, and he's James out. James Gunn and that other guy, they Saffron? said yeah, yeah, they're just uh, they're moving ahead. Um, uh, I think the what do you, the Rock took a lot of like he took a lot of beats over this. I think the the Rock will recover. I think he's already recovered. Um, yeah, there's there's reports coming from both sides now saying that he wasn't offered the role in Shazam. Like they they didn't bring it up, so he didn't pursue it. And when they did finally come to him, he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. He's like, I, I only do top tier stuff, basically. That's, been, that's basically what he was saying. That's kind of like what he was saying. It's like, yeah. look, I mean, when I told you I was going to be a part of it, you said no. And then when I came back to it, you said, hey, come back. And now he's like, well, it's not what I want to do anymore. Mm-hmm. I do my own shit. The power dynamic has changed in the DC universe. <laughs> and Shazam is beneath me. Yeah. Well, I heard Black... Well, from what I've seen of Black Adam, it does not look very good. The Black Adam just looks like The Rock in a movie with a bunch of people who kind of want to be there, but don't know what they're doing there. Yeah. It looks... And it looks cheap, and the special effects look terrible. Right. Yeah. It, it's not... It looks, che- it looks cheap as hell. It's not Man of Steel. No, it's not really not Man of Steel. No. Man of Steel is, you know, no Man of Steel. Yeah. Like, Man of Steel, like, look, when did that come out? 2013? I think 13 or 14. 13 or 14. That, look, that movie looks... A hundred times better than that movie. I've never felt that movie didn't look good. Yeah, the, visually, it's the, it was it was spot on. Yeah, 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 really pretty. But uh, yeah, this other movie looks like Black Adam looks like garbage. They all do though. Yeah, they all do. All the, it's all this, those movies are all the same. Well, you've uh, you've heard the argument towards that, right? The the reason CG and these like big superhero blockbusters look worse progressively since like let's just say the first um the first Iron Man, mm-hmm. Iron Man one. In the first phase one of the Marvel Universe to now, if you look at the way CG has been handled, it's so much more difficult to color uh, correct for that many characters. That many characters, yeah, it's so hard. That many effects. And now there's so much CG. So to get it all to balance out properly, the easiest way to do it is have a lot of these like particle effects and really gray, like gray tones. Gray tones. So you end up doing these like Middle Eastern stories or big city stories. Mm -hmm. And everything, like even um, Endgame and... um, uh, Gauntlet, the Infinity Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, it, Infinity War. Infinity War. Was yeah, it, what was it called? I don't know. I can't remember. I already the, 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 the second last one. The snap one. The Thanos yeah. one. The Thanos is right. Mm-hmm. When you watch all of those, they get very, very like muddy and very gray because it's so much easier to hide the yeah the, the CG problems mm-hmm. in those colors. Yeah, and then in turn, it also like doesn't really look as good because it costs so much. The time crunch. Yeah, because how long, it how, long it, how long does it take to render all that stuff? It takes forever, man. Yep. It takes forever to create those, like, you know, the, the textures and the effects and, like, to build all that. It just takes forever. Mm-hmm. So to get these movies out, like, in every two or three years, you're really on a crunch all the time. Yeah. And, yeah, I just don't, uh, um, I just, uh, they just, it just looked awful. I just couldn't, um, yeah, I just couldn't, I just couldn't stomach it. I, you know when I was watching, like, uh, uh, the trailer for the new Indiana Jones movie? Oh. And I was like... Okay, number one. Okay, first of all, I was like, why no one's clamming for this? So why are they making it? And then number two is that the reason why the first Indian, like, well, Raiders of the Lost Ark and uh, Temple of Doom, Temple, uh, no, um, uh, the Last Crusade. Yeah. Um, you just like you just uh, it's glossed over that. <laughs> glossed over Temple of yeah, Doom because like those were actually like I think because what they did is that they actually explored how. Um, they they actually went to deep dive on how the Christ, about the Christian religion, which was like which was good. I think right. that, that I, they respected it. And they they actually went in there and they actually did their due diligence on that. And number two, there's no there's no special effects. It's a real guy climbing on a on the hood, going onto the bottom of a truck, climbing on the truck, going to the back, climbing over, beating somebody up. That's a real guy doing it's that. All practical effects. It's all practical effects, and that's from the, and it looks good to this day. Right. And that was back in nineteen. I think it came out in 1981, 82 or something like that. Mm-hmm. The first one. And now this new one is so CGI'd, it just takes you right out of the movie. That's why I, I've been. I, I, that's why I just 
hate all these special effects movies because like they're never going to age well. You're never going to watch these movies no. again. The only one, the only movie with CG that's aged really well. I mean, like, remarkably, Jurassic Park. Yeah. It's the only one. I, I don't know, like, what, like, how? It captures your imagination. You're yeah. like, holy shit, that's crazy. Like, how did he plan it to where it's like, even like the, the depth of field, the distance from the dinosaurs, the way they all look, and when they're close up, they're all practical. Yeah. They're all practical, uh, like, puppets or maquettes moving around mm-hmm. with, like, CG to enhance what's To enhance there. it, yeah. I mean, but for the 90s, man, they yeah. really, like, they really nail that movie. Yeah, I think, and also, like, movies that, like, even though they're not, like, great movies, um, are are the Star Wars movies. Like, granted, like, they're not, like, the, the the quality has gone down completely, but at least, like, the special effects, they pay attention to them. And, they and, like, they're, 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 yeah. they're competent in that, right? But, like, those Marvel movies are just, like, in those DC movies, they're just right. absolute garbage. Well, they're, they're complete crap now. Yeah. It's like, once they hit that, that phase three, where, I guess, like, Ragnarok, right? Like, once they hit Ragnarok, mm-hmm. Ragnarok was kind of passable. It's still, like, a lot of I haven't seen stuff. it, yeah. I haven't seen it. It's, uh, it's, it's good. It's a, it looks really good. It's got a lot of color to it. Like, it's a really pretty movie, a lot of practical effects. Mm-hmm. Um, but the CG that is used is mostly like character stuff, like the Hulk and uh, and the big the stone guy. I can't remember what his name was. Uh, Taika Waititi's character. So oh, a lot uh, of that's his name. Uh, he's one of the Warbound. Uh, right. I can never remember his Korg. name. Korg. Korg. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So the way Korg looks, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, like a lot of practical stuff, and the CG that is used is used pretty far back. Like mm-hmm. it's like you know, it's all like uh, yeah. scene work or like Matt, like Matt painting kind of stuff yeah what would have been a map painting back in the day but it's not overdone but pretty much almost everything else from like phase middle of phase two to the end of phase three is really not good yeah i think like, like not even passable no and i did you hear about uh oppenheimer so basically what they did is that they how they, i don't know how they did it but yeah. apparently they they used they cre- recreated a nuclear explosion yeah. using practical effects <laughs> how the hell did they do that i mean in, ob- in, obviously in, yeah in the new in, in new mexico in the right. desert Obviously, it's a small scale explosion. Probably, yeah. but the fact that you like you can't mimic a, like an atomic bomb um, mushroom cloud no. without an atomic bomb. Like there's a, there's an actual thing that happens in the air. Yeah, when that thing goes up and that second ring comes around the edge, that yep. like, vaporization of the air and all that. Yep. So the fact that they're able to get like a team together to engineer something close to that's crazy. It's pretty wild. Yeah, I think that's tr- that they, there's an extended trail out for um in uh when you go see. Um, Avatar. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm not seeing that trailer. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were going. I got tickets for us already. Oh, you already did? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I guess I, got, I, I, I literally did get tickets for us. I guess I am seeing the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I, man, I, I got no hate for Avatar. I'll tell you straight up. Like, I've never hated on Avatar as a as a movie or as a, as a tech demo. I just didn't think the story was good. Or No, no, no. The, 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 that story's been great. told a hundred times. But like, yeah, it's Pocahontas um, and Dances with Wolves and Fern Gully all wrapped into... Yeah, like for me, it's like I'm watching it for... Uh, I, was, I just want to see the technical exercise. That's pretty much, that's pretty much it, right? And if, it, and, and, and if the uh, if the story's a little bit better this time around, great. Right. Um, but uh, I can't wait to see like if it's all those Navi, is that what they're called? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time in this movie, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, like, it's completely... under the underwater shots. That's going to be crazy. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, see, like, see how that, well yeah. they pull that off. Because mm-hmm. that's that's my thing. I, I think like uh, it's a really like high quality and very high quality yeah. and Oscar worthy tech demo. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really is worthy of like all the technical Oscars, all the uh, even the direction. I think like if you can direct that. And you can pull that off to where like a lot of people go see it and it still works. Mm-hmm. I think you're you're worthy of getting the best picture and the and the best director because there is something there 
that needs to be applauded. Yeah. I just, it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all there is to it, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's it's pretty impressive stuff. Now, uh, my question is, what is he going to do with the way of uh, the way of air and the way of fire and just rip off the Avatar cartoon completely? I think he's... Is there going to be a way? I don't know. Is there an air th- and water coming? No, air I, and fire? Well, I think what he's, I think what he's going to do is um, focus on uh, different areas of that planet over that mm-hmm. moon or wherever the hell that, where, that wherever... Pandora? Pandora. Is that what it's called? Okay. I, 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 yeah, I can't remember I what think it's called. I might have made that up, but I think it's real. Yeah, I think that's I think what it's true. called. But I think they're going to focus on different areas of that planet. Right. And then just like focus the movie on those things. Yeah. So, so wherever so, they can get their unobtainium. Yeah. So like in the... I think it was the first one, the mountains and stuff like that. Yeah, well, the first one was like forests, right? Right, but they were flying around a lot. Yeah, so forests, uh, and then this one's water. Right. Next one might, might be fire, and then there's like, but yeah, you're right. There's there's gonna be all over the place. So but we already have an Avatar. Yeah, but, last Airbender. Yeah, but and Firebender. Then again, I like I like to go to the movies and be visually blown away. Yeah, yeah, and you know, okay, see, that's that's why, like, that's my argument for me. For why I love Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. They're so stupid. Yeah. The scripts are so dumb. The acting is so bad. Yeah, it's terrible. But it's just like, what stupid shit are they going to do next where I can just tune, like, turn my brain right off and just watch a car Spider-Man its way with a helicopter across a canyon and land properly with no damage and then just drive down the side of a mountain? Yeah, I think I think Fast Fast X, is that the newest one that's coming out? <laughs> that's so, going to yeah. be, yeah, that's going to be hot garbage. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's They're hot. all crap. Yeah, the first well, one is phenomenal. That was, that was a high pitched whistle. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> mouth shit. guards and teeth, man. Eventually, they get bent back a little yeah. bit. And uh, so, yeah, uh, and you're a teenager just whistling through your teeth. I think the next year, I think the movies I'm looking forward to the most would probably be, uh, yeah, probably Oppenheimer mm-hmm. and probably uh, Dune Part Two. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, uh, Dune, I, I didn't, I didn't mind at all. I like Dune. Did we see it together? I think so. I think we saw it together. I think we yeah. did. Mm-hmm. No, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm I'm glad that you know we're not gonna see Dune Part Two in 3D. Like I'm I'm really happy that the Avatar thing isn't restarting the the 3D craze. Yeah, the thing I like about Dune Part Two <clears throat> is that it, unlike all these other movies that are coming out, it cannot put in like they, they can't put in like uh, this you know like uh, they can't cater towards like political agendas or yeah. like. Uh, all those other stuff they can all the, because they have source material that they have to draw from, right? And they can't put in any other like they can't put in any other garbage like to like make people happy. They're gonna be like, no, this is this is the source material. This is right. what this is what we're making. You can't politicize it into yeah, something else. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm I'm happy that that's starting to go away. I'm really glad like that uh, that Maverick was able to pull that off to where there's no agenda to any of the characters. Like we've yeah. said it a thousand times already. We're like everybody who's in that movie is there at that school because they are the best of the best. Yeah. You just happen to be seeing the top guy from a previous movie. It's not like you have to shoehorn like it wasn't like um like Goose's kid was a was a girl yeah like you know it's a girl and she's uh she's biracial now and mm-hmm. at the same time she's like tri curious what the hell you want to do like they weren't shoehorning things in no it was yeah it was just this that's the thing about we talked about like how Top Gun is just it's a simple story right doesn't doesn't complicate itself no but told and shown very well exactly that's how that's how that's how you make a really good movie right yeah it now does. that's not to say that you can't make a you really yeah. good movie you can't make a really good movie that's like that, that's complicated that's complicated yeah but like that but that has to be done but like i said it has to be done well right, for sure yeah and again it has to be organic yeah. like i don't want to watch a movie where like you know a uh, hundred pound or like a 90 pound okay colombiana I fucking hate that movie just for the fight scenes. Oh yeah, because like that's not realistic. But it's a it's a very well put together story. Yeah, but it's like how like she's not gonna 
take out a guy who's 250 pounds no. and like and you know you make her a ninja who uses like knives and sneaks around corner uh, corners and yeah. has like stealthy okay horizon I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn right now. Mm-hmm. Incredible lead female protagonist. Mm-hmm. The whole idea of using stealth because there are things out there that are bigger than you. Yeah. Like you can't you can't rush in head like head first. You're gonna get your face smashed against a rock. Yeah. Like it builds up a great story. It gives you an incredible an incredible character. And I want to play the sequel. Like I want to get into the next one too mm-hmm. because it builds up this relationship with you and this character in a very short amount of time to where now you're rooting for the character. Yeah. So you want to see the character like advance. You can do that with minority characters and, like, you know, like, brown people. We'd love to fucking see a good movie, a good brown lead. I'd like to see that. You know, maybe Adi Shankar can stop fucking around with Apu and do that. How about that? How about that? Mm-hmm. How about you do that? Instead of, like, the trouble with Apu thing, how about you engineer a really good story with, a lead, like, a lead oh, yeah. minority character? Actually, speaking of which, there's a new Canadian action movie came out that looks, that is just, it's on Netflix. It is just awful. Really? I watched, I watched the first... It's it's hilarious when you watch it. Like from our perspective, it'd be like it's a it's a Punjabi movie. It's called uh, Snowman. That's all the right. Dark, it's it's, it's got to be cocaine. Yeah, it's, it's called like Snowman: The Dark Side of Canada. So it takes place in the, like the north and stuff like that, in Alberta, BC, whatever it's called. And there's like a serial killer. I don't know what it is. I I, I it looks it's so I'm gonna check dumb, it out. but I'm it's like check it I I know we have to check it out. Yeah, I'll show you the tra- I'll show you the trailer. Afterwards. I do love when when Bollywood comes knocking into Canada's door. Yeah, I'm like hey, can we shoot a movie here? Yeah, okay, we're gonna we're gonna like just stare at the show. Exactly. Come on, don't worry. Cheap. We'll make it for cheap. Finwet on our iPhone iPhones. No, but that's what it is though. They shoot those movies here. It's funny how like um, I was reading a thing today about, and this is like in line with that. I was reading a thing about who was a better actor, Arnold or Stallone. And then they're talking about, like, in the 80s, right? Forget about later in their career. Like, Stallone got progressively better. But at least in the 80s, Arnold's putting out, like, better performances outside of Rocky than Stallone was. But then they talk about Demolition Man and how Demolition Man isn't so much about... Like, when you used to watch shows in the 60s or the 50s, they show, like, the far future and it was the 90s. Yeah. It was it was way off. Like, we were still losers in the 90s. Yeah. But Demolition Man was actually trying to show people in the future... Like, our idea of what people in the future would think of the 90s. 90s yeah. Because, like, he's a, he's a caveman. He's yeah. a relic of his time. Yeah. Get this guy out of my lawn. Oh, yeah. Like, they, 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 out of my precinct. Yeah, there was a lot of self-reflection where Sloan was just making fun of himself. He's exactly. Like, yeah. He's like, ah, whatever. It was less of us looking at the future to be like, hey, 2040 is going to look like this. And yeah. more like... Looking in the mirror and just When they're like, yeah. in the future, they'll think we were fucking cavemen. Yeah. But that is, like, what Brown, like, what, like, Indian cinema does. When it comes to New York or Canada. Yeah. Like, it's never a good representation no, of Canada no, or New York or Seattle. It's always like a white, like, every white character in Seattle is a barista mm-hmm. or like a, a Fraser Crane type. Every New Yorker is like, it's straight up Brooklyn, New Yorker. Oh, like, yeah. it's always that guy. Yeah. Like, Canadians are like, hey, uh, hey guys, uh, you know, would you like to go up north eh, and get some cocaine? Go get some cocaine. Uh, get some cocaine in the north, huh? Yeah. It's like, that's the character you get when you watch it, like a Canadian, represent- uh, Canadian representation. In Bollywood cinema, that's true. Yeah, it's so ba- it's so bad, but we have to. But we have to watch this. We have to watch the, watch the trailer. We'll have to watch. We'll have to watch the movie. Review it. Yeah, it's terrible. It'll be excellent. Yeah, I'm all. I'm down for it. But, but yeah, it does look pretty good though. I, <laughs> it's I've, entertaining. Man, I've been I've been thinking about this for a while. Indian cinema has it, like from what it was, what we grew up with when you, we were watching like you know these like uh, Panaflex, <laughs> like the old like traditional 35 millimeter. It looked really good mm-hmm. up until like the 80s. And then all of a sudden, they're, I don't know, were they, were they shooting on VHS? What the fuck were they shooting their movies on? I don't know. I it think, suddenly went to shit. Yeah, it's like they were shooting on 8mm. Um, and then it went to digital, which looked way worse. Yeah. But now, it's like finally starting to get like really good again. 
Yeah, the, Netflix funds a lot of it. Yeah, Netflix funds a lot of it. I just think the the movies were the best. Maybe it's because like the 80s was like a time where my mind was like more like open to like, you know, different types of movies. Mm-hmm. Um is that uh 80s 80s Hindi movies for me were the be- were my were the best. Well, they're the ones that we grew like, up with. Yeah, cuz like the the people who are the actors that I liked were in their prime. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like they're just old, they're just doing it for a paycheck. Right. And they're all then on all their there's all their skeletons are coming out of their closet. Like these guys were oh, like they are. They, they're they're just awful awful human beings. If anybody's wondering, you should look up in like the the human trafficking drugs and like murder. In Bollywood. Yeah. Just just Google that. Human trafficking in Bollywood, drugs in Bollywood, murder in Bollywood. Yeah, like I'll meet the budget. I can't stay. I hate that guy now. Oh, he's awful. Uh, I've Ch- never Ma- been a fan yeah, of Yeah, Mathur Chakrabarty, he's like, he was a, he's got himself into political trouble because of his views on, I don't know what, what it is, but like he's just, uh, but back in the day, those guys were like. They're the kings of Bollywood. My, my, my white friends, I'd invite them over to watch these, the, the fight sequences from the, some of these movies. And they're like, those are the greatest things I've ever seen. I'm like, yeah, this is this movie's crazy. It's out of control. He's like, they don't they didn't understand the language, but they're like, yeah. yeah, I just love the fight sequences. Because every time that you punch someone, they go flying in the air. It was like a table. the pause and then the punch and the yeah. guy would react afterwards too late. It's yeah. like. He'd react, and the camera would cut, and he'd be in the air. Yeah, they were awful. Yeah, they were and, and, awful. And, and, and all every single movie had the same punching sound. Yes, Whoosh. yes, Whoosh. yeah. It was like a. It's like it's like a grapefruit being squashed. Right. Yeah. It was a mix between a broom handle smacking a couch and like a grapefruit being yeah. squashed. Like mm-hmm. you put those things together. Whoosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Whoosh. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. Just, I loved it. Yeah. Well, they were all just like a rip off the Bruce Lee punch sound. Oh yeah, but just mm-hmm. worse. Yeah. It's like but the I, Wilhelm scream of punch sounds. The Wilhelm, yeah, that's exactly what it was, and they were all like that. Every single movie was like that. But no, I think yeah, like they were they were like the movies you grew up with. So we have that nostalgia factor. Like we enjoy like watching them now is they're unwatchable. They're oh, they're not great. They're terrible. But like in the um, the forties and the fifties and the sixties, they were they were quite good. Like they were the movies are shot really well. They looked great. Like the actual the technology behind the film. Yeah. Behind the movies was the same technology that they were using in like spaghetti westerns or uh, probably progressing into like actual Hollywood. Yeah. Like, they looked really good, mm-hmm. high quality. But they just like by the time the 80s hit, they were so bad. And everything was on a set. Like everything was in a set in a warehouse. Yeah. Like every house you'd go into had fake lights being shot through the window. You could tell it was a really bad film set. And then when they were outside, it was always in, like the worst. Like the worst held together set that they use for everything, like their version of Universal Studios. Oh yeah, and, and like every, there was no like second take. Yeah, okay, cut, move on. Got it. No, and well, that's why they make so many movies a year. Yeah, they could just they could just churn them out, churn them out, churn them out, churn them out. And uh, they were saying that um, I remember watching this interview with um, this one Indian actor right now. He's actually one of the most uh, famous ones. He's a really good actor. I can't remember his name, but uh, he was saying they were talking about how um, he goes. He was kind of like he's he just came out. He's like, yeah, I just watched this movie called. Uh, he's like, I just watched this movie called Inception. He goes, and Hollywood is, has the ability to make any type of movie they want, right? And he goes, but the thing is, like, we can't. He goes, we have the most number of viewers, but we have to make movies that cater towards our audiences, right? So it's a very Indian, yeah, so audience. yeah, so like the majority of Indian audiences aren't like looking aren't aren't looking for a Christopher Nolan movie, no, but. Uh, but they want they like simple stories they like things that are just very like like easy digestible yeah. and uh, they can go with them you know because like if India starts making like really more complicated movies bigger budget movies uh, they cannot afford to, to like if the, the, the actual average person in India cannot afford to go to the theater and see those movies right so that's that's the trade off so and they don't want those movies they don't want them the average viewer like not to not to call them like stupid or simple but they're an unsophisticated film viewer 
No, no, they're, yeah, they're just they're they're not. Yeah, they're because they 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 haven't been they haven't been they haven't grown up or been exposed to the kind of stuff that we we grew up on. No, like and when Hollywood was making two thousand one, yeah. like India was not doing two thousand one. No, they were doing like eighteen forty five. So oh, no, for real. Yeah. Like you know what? That's they, true. They, 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 they would make they, a period piece. Were, yeah, they were yeah. period pieces. They would do like a period piece that was like about the history of and not like a really good period piece. Like those came later, like mm-hmm. the eighties and nineties, like into the nineties. The period dramas mm-hmm. became really high quality. Yeah, and like very informative. Yeah, really well done. Like like history rich period pieces. Yeah, really. they they don't cost a lot of money, a lot of money to make. Right. Um. But uh. But the the thing about Indian people is that uh, um. Here we go. Everyone can. Everybody knows how to sing. Every actor is lip syncing. Is lip syncing, yeah. To to a much better singer. Yeah. That's that's no. They don't know how to sing. They know how to lip sync. And they, they know how to dance moderately well. Well, I should say like the, the, not, not not the actors, but like the actual like people in India in general, they know how to sing. Yeah, I don't know. Compared to like I don't know. They, you take the entire population Having been there quite a few times. Well, I think it's like take the entire population of India. Yeah. Just the population of, of America. Yeah, yeah. Which 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 country do you think has better singers? Well, by just by the ratio alone, right? I mean like when you think about the billion plus people in India yeah. compared to like the three hundred million because all they do is plus sing. Canadian you know, if, they're, like, yeah, if they're doing like third world slave labor, they have to sing to like, you know, keep themselves like going. Yeah, so. they know how to make sounds. Like sounds, yeah. I don't think sounds that, like that are yeah. passable. Passable, yeah. But I mean, Indian singers in India, like they don't know how to sing. They can almost dance enough to to make the movies look okay. Yeah, and they have like moderate martial arts training, like they're stage fight. They're they're stage fighting. Everything they do is made for the stage, so yeah. it looks okay. Yeah, but like, I, I, but I, I think it's, I love their action movies. No, that's they're, that's got nothing to do with it. But that's because you're just saying yeah. that. It just came to my head. I'm right. like the modern, the modern action movies are like they're actually. There's so much fun to watch. They're, they're not great. They're not good at all, but like they're so much fun to watch. Look, man, I mean Shokasugi, like all of his movies weren't great. He was oh, the best Shokasugi, martial artist yeah. in all of his movies. Yeah. Oh, I still watch the shit out of those. Yeah. Like outside of like uh, Bruce and Lee he, and Chuck he, Norris. He was uh, was he Enter the Ninja? Uh yeah. Dominion was Dominion? it Domination? Do, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninja Three Return Domination. Of the Ninja? Yeah. 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 Enter the Ninja. Black Eagle. He is in Black Eagle. That's with, right. With Van yeah. Damme, yeah. And his kids not too, right? No, his kids. in... Kane Kusugi is no, he not in Black Eagle? Yeah, no, he, as well? no, he's in um that new Ninja movie. Remember that one that came out with where like he's like. Uh, oh, he's in a new movie right now. Yeah, he's yeah, in as a, an adult. Yeah, he looks like that. That guy's a. Like, yeah, why is he not doing more? That guy's a beast. You get Kane Kusugi and um, what's his name? Uh, the the dude who never gets any love. Oh, um, uh, the guy who should be in everything, but he's not. Scott Atkins. Scott Atkins, yeah. You get those two guys mm-hmm. in like a real solid martial arts movie. Yeah, if Scott Atkins, was Michael like, J. White is a bad guy. Yeah, if 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 if, if Scott Atkins could actually like, if he had d- done more like good acting jobs and like he was like actually considered a good actor, right? He'd be the perfect Bruce Wayne and Batman. Oh, dude, I mean, like he's a, a foot too short, but yes, I think you're. I mean, Michael Keaton did it. The yeah, same height, same height, but yeah, and this yeah. guy, he has the look. Yep, he has the build. Yep. He has the fighting skills. Mm-hmm. He has the job. He has everything. Like he just doesn't have the chops <laughs> to be. He he can't be a good Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I I think he could have if he if he had more exposure as an actor. Yeah, as an actor. But yeah. I mean, he's played so many times like a henchman or a grunt or just like a guy, or something like that. Yeah, just a goon. Yeah. Thug number three, but hard to- or hard target number two. Right. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I just watched Hard Target one yesterday. I got it on 4K. Finally got got, got delivered. That, that that is that is Van Damme's best movie. It, I, it's my favorite Van Damme movie. It's it's right up there with his best work. If Time Cop didn't exist, 
Time Cop is your favorite? Time Cop's Time Cop is so ridiculously fun for oh, me. Oh, it's, it's great! It's such a great movie. Yeah. Did you see it in theaters? I saw Time Cop. In yeah, I saw Time Cop in theaters. I thought that was great. The, there's something about Time Cop that for me is just so like stupidly fun that nothing else really compares. I know, like obviously, it's like well, it's like kickbox for Muay Thai. It's like kickbox. I know, like it's not my identity. Like I, I don't like put that part of my life with that part of my life, make it my identity. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm gonna love that one. Bloodsport is great because like the backstory of Bloodsport is so stupid. Yeah, like the the whole Frank Dukes fraud thing is just. Oh, I love watching those interviews with Frank Dukes. He's made, the guy's like they're amazing. Yeah, he makes he's like he's as bad as Steven Seagal. As bad. Yeah. As a, as a as a human being. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like, Lionheart, they're all really good. And obviously, like, Hard Target is just fucking amazing because Lance Henriksen. And, uh, and who's Art Vosloo. Art Vosloo is so good. They're, 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 the, they're the stars they're of the, the movie. They're the stars of the movie. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. I remember, like, uh, uh, Raji was that he met Lance Henriksen at, mm-hmm. uh, at, at a Comic-Con or something like that. Or, like, a, yeah, one of those things. The signing or something. Huh? Yeah. And, and he said, like, you're talking about... Because I guess everyone wants to talk to him about, like, either Alien, Aliens or... What's another movie he was in? Uh... Uh, aliens or like or, Millennium uh, oh yeah, or the first Terminator and stuff like that yeah that's right and then all, but Roger's like no 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 he's like it was my favorite movie that you were in where you, where you were unbelievable was uh, was Hard Target oh dude he goes that because that was your performance in there was unbelievable in the uh, extended cut when he's playing the piano yeah having, like, I was the watching that yesterday yeah. of like the safari yeah. killing the animals you're killing like, oh, the animals I'm like yeah it's just crazy like, it's he, so good yeah like they, there's so many like, when you watch that movie again it's like okay sadly because I have the, the 4K of it it does show like, okay, that's not Van Damme doing that stunt. <laughs> right. So it just gives you clarity. You're like, you know what? I can see where they kind of... The that's just... kind of like a hallmark of uh, John Woo movies. Oh, it is. He always yeah. shows the stunt actor yeah. to give the stunt actor... He's like, because they're a huge part of the movie. Yeah, because like Van Damme's hair is like kind of like that curly and like kind of like wet. Right. Like Jerry Curl. These guys have afros back there. So yeah, you yeah. could totally tell it's not him. It's like it's just something stuck to the helmet. Yeah, exactly. And so like... Uh, but with uh, Arnold Vosloo's character is like he's so... Cold. He's so cold. Calculating. Yeah, it's like he's he's such a good. He's such he's his delivery of lines is like is unbelievable. I love I love his. Yeah. You gonna leave town? Yes, you were gonna leave without saying goodbye. goodbye. I remember because he did this thing where he went like this. He took the butt of his rifle, or sorry, it was a shotgun. Shotgun? Boom! Then he just threw in the air, flipped in the air, and then grabbed it and put it right to his head. Oh, so good. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's why, like, it's. It's like everybody's. I think that's why for most people it's everybody's favorite like Van Damme movie. Yep. But it's not a, to me. It's not like a Van Damme movie. That's a, it's an Arnold Vosloo, Reliance Henderson movie, John Woo movie, John yeah. Woo movie. Mm-hmm. But man, Time Cop is just so fucking good. for Yeah, me. Time Cop is hilarious. And, and the worst CG, and like just like the the whole idea of that movie just. Uh, yeah, I think it's too. Like that that movie was like it's so much fun. It's like yeah. he's like I don't even pay pay attention to the CG. No, oh, it's terrible. I just let it. I just let it go. Like, well, is it Ron Silver when he touches the other Ron Silver and becomes yeah. a blob? Yeah, it becomes like you know like that like like Tetsuo and Akira. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really enjoy it. I like that one. But like John Woo movies, um, what happened, man? Like he was gonna break into Hollywood and become this guy, and it's like that in face. I, I just think he was just like um, was uh, Hollywood not ready for Woo. I, I think that it's just like he's. Uh, I think after his last movie with like um, what's his face, uh, I think Uma Thurman was that was in one uh, with um, Ben Affleck. I think they were they were in one movie, and I think after that they're just he's like you know what I don't like the Hollywood the I think system. It's the system. I think then you then he went back to Hong Kong and shot Redcliffe parts one and two with Tony oh, yeah. Young. So, but um, and those are oh my god. If you, like if you ever played Dynasty Warriors, yeah, like you need to go back and watch the Redcliffe movies. Yeah, they're, they're really so really good. good. And uh, but I, I actually I was. Think about this the other day. I was watching. Um, uh, I, was, I was watching. Actually, I watched Hardball today. 
I just I just kind of fast forwarded through it. Um, I was watching my favorite scenes, which is like every there's three major scenes in that movie. That's all you have to watch the the tea house shootout, mm-hmm. the warehouse shootout, and the hospital shootout. Right. It has three major like long ass t- t- 15, 20 minute shootouts action sequences, which no movie has. And that movie's just like how many squids they used on that movie. I can't even imagine. It like is hundreds, just, hundreds of like thousands oh and thousands God. of thousands. Debris and gunfire. Yeah. Did you ever watch um, Community? When uh, yeah. the paintball scenes, paintball when Chang scenes, yeah. does the, mm-hmm. <laughs> when Chang comes out with the two guns, mm-hmm. it's so like it's so spot on to how ridiculous that is. Yeah, it's crazy. That movie is just it's it's over the top, and like I, you can see why Tony Young wins all these awards for his yeah. acting because he doesn't he can act without saying anything. He's kind of like um, how Robin Pattinson is. You can act with your eyes only. Yeah, he's he's, he's amazing. Very, um, real reaction, like his reactionary acting. Yeah, because really tight. Because I remember there's one scene where in the, they're in the, right before the warehouse shootout, even like right when it, it's about to it, blow, it goes off, mm-hmm. like right in the half uh, the other half of it when he uh, he shoots his former boss because he's a triad, and because uh, his uh, the other guy he's trying to he's trying to capture tells him to no, shoot no him. No spoiler alerts. If you haven't seen oh, these no. movies, you don't deserve. Oh, to, but yeah, but, yeah. but the look he gives him, like, he just looks at him. He's like, "Are you happy now?" He's like, "Yeah, I did it." Then that, but then he looks after he passes him. He has a confused and angry look on his face. Like yeah. he just—he's just so torn. Oh, it's just crazy. Like his acting so is just good. amazing. John in an action Woo's Hong movie. Kong movies. In yeah. an action movie. Yeah, it's crazy. John Woo's Hong Kong movies—they're so good. Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff he did that wasn't like a Hollywood. Well, Face Off is great too, though. Oh, I don't I, I, hate Face Off. I, I, I have to disagree with you there. I don't hate Face Off. That, no, that, I'm glad you. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I used to love that movie. And you don't now, anymore? No, I, 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 that movie's garbage. It, did it, it didn't age well? <laughs> it didn't or? age well for me. Oh, man. For me, I, I think I've seen it so often that it hasn't had a chance to age. Maybe that's why, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't walk away from it for, like, a long, extended period of time. Yeah, I, I, I when I first saw it, I was like, this movie's unreal. I love this movie, right? And no, it is silly. It's so dumb. It's very silly. Yeah. Like, it, it's, the whole plot is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But at the same time, there's it just It has so many holes in it. It's like, it's amazing. Tons of holes, man. Yeah. But it's so, like, fun to watch Travolta and Nicolas Cage be at the extreme level. Yeah, they were... both of their games. Yeah, it is like the far left and the far right going at it with right. each other. Yeah, it's like, it's just... I think it was, um, it was Travolta, what he talked about when he first saw, the first scene that he does with Nicolas Cage is the jail scene, mm-hmm. when he sees him, mm-hmm. when he, when they're playing different characters. Yeah. And, he, like, Cage breaks character, I think, a couple times out, when he's like, oh, boy, you're freaking me out. Like, it's too, it's, it's kind of accurate. Yeah. The, the mannerisms. Now, obviously, it doesn't look like him, and his voice isn't the same, but there are certain, like, choices that he makes. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. That kind of freaked him out. Yeah. I think the dynamic between those two is good. The movie itself is awful like it's just um it's it's so overdone right um those same scenes are, are in hard target where they're back to back against the mirror oh um, well john Woo, the, like the, john the, movie yeah the, the shootout in a warehouse like yeah. all those movies have, those those situations have been done better in his in his earlier movies even the seeing the something's faces like on the boat yeah on the boat when the yeah. boat flips oh my god clearly. yeah it's just so awful like like the, the one guy playing travolta is like a hundred pounds smaller and clearly, like not Travolta, like you, you can see their faces. Yeah, it's just... but I mean, paying homage to the actors who are who are doing the hard work, right? Yeah, the sun actors. Yeah. And then yeah, you, you go and ruin it all, Tom Cruise, by doing it yourself. Yeah. Oh, oh Tom Cruise. Yeah. Thinking about things. Well, these are these are kind of heavy. We'll we'll stay off of these. Liver King's apology. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah. A Liver King. A Liver King apologized for um, being a juice monkey. Uh, oh, the God. Cactus Club. Unsustainable. Here's a question. Um, unsustainable characters. The idea. That you play a character for so long that it is now unsustainable for you to be that person. Whether or not it's like a real life thing or it's a character 
Like I, like I was thinking about that uh, Miranda. Miranda Sings. Remember her? Mm-hmm. I was flipping today through through Netflix. And I was watching Comedians in Cars. And that she's on that. Yeah. Comedians in Cars getting coffee thing. And Miranda Sings was just so like unlikable as a character. But somehow it just like took off. Like kids just like went nuts for it. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, unsustainable for her to keep doing that. Like, she can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's too far. Like, um, I don't know if she's still doing it, but you don't hear about it so much. Like, we've ditched it as, as like, society. Yeah. But then the same thing kind of happens to, like, the um, Alex Jones. Like, he played that character so loud and so hard to where, like, it's costing him, like, a billion dollars. A billion dollars, yeah. Uh, Glenn Beck went nuts. He went crazy. Like, that was a character. If anybody mm-hmm. thinks Glenn Beck, that was the real Glenn Beck, that, that was, was a character. That was a character. And it drove him crazy to where he was having, like, a nervous breakdown yeah, nervous, on yeah, the air. Yeah, he had, to, he had to go on meds for that. <clears throat> Meds, rehab, all sorts of stuff. Like, he's yeah. gone now, right? But, like, when you think about doing that, it rounded back to me as, like, that's the same as, like, an alcoholic. Like, at some point, do these people just hit rock bottom? Like, the, the, the people playing the characters. <clears throat> because you're feeding off of this what you get back from it, right? You're, you're giving out something, and you're getting back so much positive feedback. Yeah, then, then it's because, like, you know, that then you can't imagine life without it you can't imagine life without yeah. it like you might go out and have your uh, drink with your friends or whatnot every now and then but eventually you're like oh they love me when I'm drunk yeah like, yeah drink more before you realize it it's yeah, taking it's, over your life it's the Iron Sheik syndrome it's the Iron Sheik syndrome same thing yeah. unsustainable character right yeah. like, he's done it so long now that the Iron Sheik is that guy yeah like it's he'll never break kayfabe so it's no. like you just can't do it no he's like I've seen the, that's weird that you bring that up because even today I was watching some stuff on the Howard Stern show like when they when they go on tour like Sal Beetlejuice uh uh, Richard Christie and they take uh, Iron Sheik with them and he's Iron Sheik he's like they, he never breaks character he's, no. he's he's just those and that's why they take him on tour with them but they, they you know they take care of him to make sure he's okay and stuff but well, I mean, they're like yeah he did they're like he never he's he's this guy's he's he's certifiably insane yeah I mean yeah. and he's just he drives him crazy right yeah. so I was, I was thinking about that idea of like unsustainable characters and then it kind of made me think about like we've got like we know people like that in the real world like when you know people in the in the real world who are these like unsustainable character types because like we either like as friends enable them or they were a certain way and we brought them into our circle mm-hmm. and then you start like hanging out with them and then they end up getting into these like wild relationships with like unsustainable character types. Yeah. Like they never get into a relationship with somebody that they don't draw in because of how they are. Either yeah, they're, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Either they're wild dogs mm-hmm. and um, they attract somebody wild. Who's like, hey, you're crazy, but they're they're really not. That's just the person they project. Yeah. So next thing you know, they they've they've attracted this wild person in their life. They get together and then it just like destroys their life. Yeah, no, that's true. I think the one thing I think on a personal level, people can have like friends who are just uh um they they're part of your crew, they mean a lot to you, and you just enable their behavior because right. it, it provides you either um comedy. Comedy, entertainment, whatever it is. Like so if they they continue that and then you just you just keep feeding it with like attention or like yeah man that's that's great you should keep like whatever right yeah and then fast forward and then you don't realize that like 10 years or 15 years have passed and the next year you're an adult and uh you're 35 40 years old and uh um they haven't changed they haven't changed at all. It's, it's just it's too late they never break kayfabe yeah they never yeah they never they they're, they're still they still have like they obviously they've grown <clears throat> they've matured right but the remnants of that well they've grown. personality yeah, they've grown, right? But the remnants of that personality still exist. Right. And that can that sometimes, depending upon like whether they drink or whether they, they're they're in a certain situation, whatever, those kind of like those those habits come back up. For sure. And you're like, oh shit. Then you'll be like, then you do then you, you, you press rewind, you're like, oh man, that like yeah, the, the, I remember we used to we used to egg them on to do that over we used and to over. Enable again. this behavior. And then now next thing you know, it's like, you know, it hasn't gone away. 
No, I, I totally agree. Yeah. I think that's that's a huge part of it. Like, as people around them, we kind mm-hmm. of end up maybe accidentally enabling it because, like, we laugh a few jokes a little bit too hard. We uh, we pat them on the back. We're not feeling de- we're not feeling great. Like, hey, you're not that guy. You're this guy. Cheer up, man. It'll be fine. Yeah. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. we end up propping up part of the personality that is the the character. Yeah. We uh, we worked with a guy at, at a bar that's going to remain nameless, but anybody who does know me and know where I'm talking about, they'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, when he first got introduced to us, he was like a, like a sideliner. And then a friend of a, a friend of mine was like, hey, I'm going to bring him on full time. Because he's a good dude. You know, I think he's going to be good for us. We'll bring him on full time. It's like this beast of a human who was like still to this day, I'll never say anything about his heart. His heart's always in the right place. Yeah. But this this particular monster is also like unpredictable. But but just interrupt. That's a... Uh, um that's the sad part is right. that you like you you know that these people are, are good people they have a good heart but you enable it anyway right and it's like that's and that's that's where you take the that's where you take the blame for sure yeah yeah for sure yeah. I mean you're right because like you know they have a good heart but you still enable the, yeah, the other side yeah so this, uh, but, uh, this is the kind of guy yeah. who would like if you were broke and you just told him like just told him like man I'm probably, I'm probably not gonna make a heart payment this month like I saw him have that conversation with somebody mm-hmm. and then give him $300. Yeah. Like, just like, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. It's like, to the ATM, pull it out and hand it to another guy. It was like, one of those things where I'm like, well, like, you know, now that guy's, how, how do you shit on him? Mm-hmm. Like, as madness as his life is, as chaotic, as chaos, as, as much chaos as he brings into your life, how do you shit on this guy? Yeah, his heart's in the right place. His heart's in the right place. But there were people around us who were heavy drinkers, drug users, and enablers who just like ramped up the monster aspect of this person's personality mm-hmm. to the point where like, you know, he's now unstoppable. I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want and no one's going to stop me. Yeah. If somebody comes into the bar and says the wrong thing, I can punch him in the mouth and no one's going to stop me because I'm taking care of my guys. Yeah. If, uh, if I want something to drink, I'll just go back in the cooler, pull it out and drink it. Mm-hmm. It's like your, your personality becomes this like monster. And when we finally let him go, he came in and started like flipping fucking pool tables because he was just like, enough of a tank to where like he walked up to our coin op tables like he was crying because we let him go yeah because he was just too much chaos mm-hmm. and uh he, he was no longer bringing any positive to the group he's only bringing negative to the group oh, okay so when he did finally do that he was uh yeah i remember we heard like like slamming sounds on the far end of the bar and i went upstairs and he was just like two-handing coin op pool tables because he did a lot of he had a lot of shit in his system at the time you had to get it you had to get it out you had to get it out yeah. but he was also he succumbed to the character yeah. Because the person who he was was not the guy who he was. Yeah. By the time I met him, he was already the character, but like he was he becoming flipped the, he flipped the switch. He was the switch was already flipped, but mm-hmm. it was now ramping up. Yeah. Like by the time I met him, he was on the upward spike. He was on the, the roller coaster that slowly ticks up. And eventually, like if that roller coaster comes down, man. Yeah. It's, it's gonna take you out. Yeah. <laughs> My dad was asking me uh the other day, he's like, he goes, Why does he goes, what is Twitter? And he goes, Why isn't it fr-? he goes, Why are you getting having why is Elon Musk charging for it now? Yeah. And I was like uh, so now I, I kind of broke it down with him, broke it down to him from what, as much as I, what I understand of it. I said, dad, okay, he bought the company for, or he got investors to get pulled together or like whatever. They bought it for $44 billion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the point of a business? And he's like, what's the point of a business? He's like, what? Make money. Okay. So you go into it. Let's see if you went to an office and there's a hundred thousand employees and, 80% of them have no job titles. They, they sit down and just have free lunches based on the company or, right. and a company that's not generating any money. Right. Okay. What would you do if you just suddenly took over that company? What would you do? I mean, would you, would you, would you keep those 8% or would you fire them? He's like, I'd fire them. I said, okay, good. You, you would fire them, right? Now, if you want to make, now would you charge for your business if you want to make money? He goes, yes. I'm like, that is what he's doing. Now, 
when you're when, you, when a platform's been around for so long and people are using it for free, and all of a sudden you have to pay for it, you think some people are going to be angry about that, or some people are going to be get angry because they're so used to like uh, having such a like have everyone who worked at that company have 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 a certain viewpoint, certain political viewpoint, and next thing you know, the person comes in there and they want to make sure that there's fairness, but they get rid of the the eighty percent who are redundant. You think that's fair? But I was like, yeah. Okay, so that's what's going on right now. <laughs> in a nutshell. In a nutshell, like that, yeah. That's a very simplistic way of looking yeah, at it. Yeah, I said that's a... I had to keep it simplistic for my right. dad. <laughs> but that, that is pretty much what's going on right now. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to cause chaos, man. For I mean, sure. You're looking at guys like Rob Reiner and Michael McKean, all the like, everybody on the left is just like losing their mind. Yeah. I think those I think those journalists got their, their Twitter accounts reinstated. Yeah, they're yeah. all kind of like suspended, but he just like, yeah. like flatly said they were banned. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was kind of like a suspension, like yeah. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a great article that was talking about how the... Uh, the Thursday that it happened is now on Twi- on Wikipedia as the Thursday Night Massacre. Yeah. And it's being compared to, like, Kristallnacht. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you trying to co-op that name? Because, like, I don't think you should be doing no, this. No, don't do that. Like, you know, 15 or 18, whatever they were, they got banned for a little while, and you're calling it you're calling it that? Like, maybe you need to do some fucking research. Yeah. Because you're the same people who don't like it when a white girl wears a dashiki or a sari. Yeah. Like, I think you need to stop, like... Yeah, I, I think know. you need to be canceled. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I, I couldn't imagine living in like uh, that particular echo chamber. Yeah. No. Just, it'd be, I, I'd be like, I want to get on a mic and be like, you guys are all fucking stupid. I told you, man. It's an intellectual circle jerk. It is. That's I, all I, I said like, last you guys episode. Are, you know the people who are just like, uh, like, uh, like professionally outraged by it? I'm like, yeah. why don't you people get lives? Not even professionally. Even socially outraged. Like people who talk about it. Like, no, like but, I said. But, but people who feel like, feel like when I say professionally, the people who feel like they have to be outraged by it. Even though they yeah. pretty much are. They just want to have their voices. Like public figures. Yeah. Public so, figures who have to like stand with the herd. Yeah. Or people who want to join a group for, so, for no reason because they have nothing right. else about to do. Right. So I'm like, just, I'm like, why didn't, is there something else you could be doing with your life? Oh, so much so yeah. much I can be doing. There's so much other stuff out there. Stop being, stop being angry at things you like you that don't mean anything. <laughs> Jesus stop, Christ. Stop being so mad all the time at things that don't affect you in any way whatsoever. Yeah. It's uh, like you could you could still use Twitter exactly how you use it as a celebrity or whatever it is by just using it exactly how you use it anyway. Like it's not changing you at all. Don't, uh, don't get the $8 check mark. Don't do it. Or just don't use Twitter. Don't you? Or don't use Twitter. Yeah. Use something else. There's lots of other shit out there. Yeah. But you're you're so addicted to the feedback. Again, that's your addiction. Your addiction, yeah. like the other addiction, you're I, so addicted to the feedback. I think these people. I think a lot of these people. They have Stockholm syndrome. They love the uh, right. They, they they love they love the uh, the online abuse and right. It's just it's crazy. I just don't understand it. Well, I, it's that like it is a Stockholm syndrome of like all parts, right? Of it's all like parts. They yeah. they love the abuse. They love the uh, affection they get. They, they love the battle, the back and forth. And on the other side, the other side looking at the other way. Like, not left and right, but like from a um, an activist to the machine. The machine loves it from their end too. Mm-hmm. If both aspects don't exist, you'll just find something else to take that place. Yeah. You'll find something else to be outraged or find chaos about. And you'll you'll just, you're addicted to that like that. Like, don't they get fatigued from the 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 the, I movement, would. the fucking mental judo, the combat they have, like constantly have in their head, the noise they have in their head? Well, I think it's like I think especially with the Instagram, especially with and Twitter as well, is like hmm. if you're if you're putting yourself out there, I think a lot of people what they want to return is some sort of like um, attention, right? And if you're not getting that, it's like negative uh, or positive. Yeah, it's just you're just getting you're trying to put yourself more and more out there, mm-hmm. and the more and more you just you put yourself out there, the more exposed you get, right? And if you're not getting the attention that you want, it's like that just leads to like more depression, right? Uh, more like uh, um, sensationalism, sensationalism for no reason, right? And you're just 
that is such a bad road to go down to because like you're just like, like what value do you what do you value in life and what brings you happiness some person like liking your picture on instagram yeah and, but the, and not even your real picture but the, the filters you put on it and stuff like that like that's just that's not you that's not you <laughs> that's not anybody that's not anybody man that's, that's everybody is nobody everybody is nobody no yeah. hey title of the episode no yeah. everybody's nobody I was like, yeah, a good run. We uh, we got a lot of things out of the way. We yeah, promote. We got the bands. Edmonton is boring. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Edmonton is apparently not. not there's no Mississauga. Um, Cavalry. Oh, here's the cape. I just got one beef. I got one beef that is sitting in my head for a little while. I'm probably gonna make this like, on, like just a tag, on onto like one of the safe words or whatnot. So, okay, okay. Superman did not reverse the rotation of the Earth. All right. When he flies around in Superman one, he's not spinning mm. the Earth around backwards. He's going back in time with the sheer velocity of flying. As he's, he's breaking the space-time barrier. Yeah, by by spinning, by yeah. rotating around. That's the what earth. he's doing. He's not. He's, rever- yeah, he, if he was re- if he was re- if he was reversing the flow of the Earth, the Earth the Earth would be like going through like major environmental damage. Exactly. <laughs> it's just a visual representation of yeah. time turning back. Yeah, is watching the Earth go back and the rocks and go up the yeah, hill. And he's just using the gravity of the Earth to like accelerate himself to launch himself. Yeah. Through the space-time continuum. Let, yeah, like... The barrier. Like what Star Trek and Star Trek Four, they just use the gravity of the sun to, like, go through... Same shit. Or, like, go. every time Flash does it. Like, the Flash will, like, run as fast as he can to break the speed force. Yeah. To break space-time, to, like, go back in time. That's all he's doing. But whenever I hear somebody say, oh, it's like in Superman 1, when he turned back Earth, or he rotated the Earth, reverse rotation. He didn't rotate the Earth. He doesn't reverse rotate the Earth. It's just a visual, a visual representation of him flying so fast... They can break space-time to go back in time and save Lois. That's it. That's all it is. Somebody had to Stop say it. Stop fucking telling me that he's turning the Earth around. He's not doing that. Oh, and Spike doesn't die at the end of Cowboy Bebop. That's one more. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he doesn't, doesn't die. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, no, he's dead. It's, it's finite. No. They made the movie where he gets the, the virus mm-hmm. to become more like Vincent so that he's not dead. He's, he's not dead he's yet. Just, right. He's more robust now. Yeah. So he survives the end. Yeah. So everybody's like, oh, Spike is dead. It's like, he's not dead. Nobody yeah. seems to talk about that online either. Those are my two nerd comments of the week. Wow. Also, my two yeah. nerd sense. Yeah. Also, watch Netflix uh, uh, Edge Runners. Cyberpunk. Do not watch Netflix Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. But do watch Cyberpunk. Yeah, exactly. It's actually better than I expected. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So, well, on that, um, anything else? Huh? Anything else? No, I think I, I think we hit it all. I oh. think we hit uh, we hit all that stuff. All right. Uh, I had the NFT Trumps. I had four, uh, foreigners on foreign land. We'll talk about that next time. Mm-hmm. The idea of um, people who go to different countries... Who are like born and raised in different countries, but are not the people of that country. Like a white guy born in India who has like an Indian accent. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. It's funny. It's, uh, <laughs> it's wild. The cavalry's out. Edmonton sucks. You're dumb friends. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. We kind of hit all of our stuff. I think I'm just pointing at things and saying things we talked about. Well, oh, Will Smith and Emancipation got spat on. Yeah. It, it annoyed him a little bit. Yeah, but it annoyed was- him so much that he smacked Chris Rock in the mouth. Yeah, apparently, my, my Chris, but he was like, he was honest. He's like, what are people who are who don't want to see your movie because you're in it? He's like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> He's like, that's fair. What can I do? <laughs> I, I walked up on stage and had a nervous breakdown. Yeah, I think we smacked a man in the yeah. mouth for no goddamn reason. Yeah, Will Smith's one of those guys where I like him better on camera than what he is in real life. I like. I think he's. I think he's a great actor. I think he's a good actor. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think his movies are. You're right. Yeah, you know, his movies are good. Outside of that, I want nothing to do with that guy. I'm like, I'd rather just see him on TV. I'm like, if I met him, I'd be like, you know what, man? Just, I'd, thank you, but keep walking. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna go watch Bad Boys. Don't need to see it. <laughs> yeah, the movies are great, but Will Smith is a human being. He's just so he's he's just way too. He's been in Hollywood for way too long. He's he's the he's not breaking kayfabe. Mm-hmm. He's a character. 
he hasn't broken through that. He is now addicted to being the character. Yeah. He's like, he's, yeah. he's his favorite word is I. Yes. I and me. Is it I? Not, woo! Yeah, I, me, and Willie. Yeah. <laughs> woo! Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's like yeah. number four. Oh, yeah, for the sure. The woo is definitely number four. Yeah, so like, yeah. Give, give me I, a woo. Woo! You can do better than that. Woo! Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. that, that's a good woo. Yeah, it's not as good as Ric Flair's, but it's... No, Ric Flair's woo is the best. It's the best. He Ric Flair's best. woo is the best, and his four horseman hand is the best. It's so, not like a... Okay, so who... fully... Okay, so which 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 wrestler would you rather, like, talk to um, and have a discussion about their history? And I know you have, like... You're the encyclopedia of this, but, like, who's... I'm going to narrow it down to two. Who'd you rather, who'd rather sit down and discuss career? Um, all that stuff with. Number one, Stone Cold Steve Austin, or number two, Ric Flair? Oh, man. Oh, Dude, that's a tough call. I I think Stone Cold. Stone Cold. I think he's got the dirt on a lot of people, but he might not tell you because he's actually like he's a gentleman. Whereas Ric Flair would probably tell you, but you wouldn't know what's real or not. I feel like Stone Cold is the the, the encyclopedia of of wrestling. Mm. That dude is really interesting to listen to. I think Ric Flair would. I think if I talked to Ric Flair, yeah, I think I would. I'd rather talk to Ric Flair because he would make me feel better about myself. Ric Flair is yeah. uh, now brief, very briefly, very briefly. I had an interaction with Ric Flair. Oh, did you? In real life. He was uh, doing some sort of autograph signing. Oh, he you was, told me that. I remember this. Yeah, that's he right. He was at the, yep. the River Cree. And mm-hmm. me and one of my guys were standing in the uh, one of the entrances, just like hanging out and doing our thing. I was uh, I was a supervisor there at that time, and he was a uh, he's one of my floor guys. And Ric Flair is walking up, and my guy looks over and is like, that's, 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 Ric, that's Ric Flair. That's definitely Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. I look over, I'm like, holy shit, it's Ric Flair. Bigger than you expect him to be. Like, yeah. he actually, like, Russells are all bigger. Yeah. They look small next to each other, but he was, like, like taller than you. Mm-hmm. Maybe about your size, but, like, like thicker. He's mm-hmm. older by then. And he's walking by, and, like, as he walks by, my guy's like, that's definitely Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. He walks another 10 feet up, he turns around, gives his two finger guns, and goes, whoo, and walks away. Unreal. I'm like, man, like... That's wicked. It was, like, such a nice, honest... And it wasn't, an, it wasn't like, a, like a, a lick of facetiousness about him at all. Mm-hmm. Like, he did it just to be cool. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's a cool guy right there. That yeah. dude... Yeah sometimes, yeah, sometimes when you meet people who you like really admire, mm-hmm. yeah, you, when they, and when they turn out to be cool people, it's like the best. You're like, you know what? They're everything I thought they were. Yep. Yeah. No, he just seemed like that's he was just like one of those guys. Like he, he's always there with the fans doing his fan thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't talk to him while he's having a meal with his wife. No, no. Hey, Mr. Flair, can I get an autograph and shit like that? I would just say, I would. But just, that was cool. Yeah, I would just send him a drink. I'd be like, does he want? To, I, would, I would just send him like ask ask him what he wants and like tell him it's on me. Yeah, that's what I would do. Then he tells you he's a recovering alcoholic. And he starts drinking again, and now he's off the wagon. Yeah, steamer. Well, he's not. I don't. I don't think he is. I think Ric Flair drinks like fish anyway. But I would just say that. Yeah, you know what? Whenever he wants, I would just, just get him to tell him and his wife. I'm like, or even, even if he's still married or whatever, right? Or one of his aliens, or one of his aliens, whatever he calls them, one of these space aliens. He hangs yeah. out with. Yeah, that, that's what I was like when I when I met Wu Tang. I was like, like when I met them, I was like, they had a good interaction. Nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, so humble, like very nice. Um, very polite, uh, cool. Um, didn't mind. If, like, I hope they didn't mind that I was talking for. Like, I was talking for like 10, 15 minutes. The way yeah. the way you described it to me was that it was almost like you felt like you should leave, and they were carrying on the conversation with you. Yeah, and that's kind of, that's kind of the way it felt. Yeah, and where uh, they were like they were very gracious. Yeah, because I think I was talking like I didn't go up to them and be like I wasn't drooling over them. I was mm-hmm. talking about like you know what. Like uh, what the albums were like, you know what? Like, why did you do these samples? Like, why was Shogun Assassin like the, the movie that you picked like for your whole album? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So I just I was asking music questions rather than like personal questions. Well, a lot of yeah. people might not ask those questions. Maybe you not. also being a movie fan, like a seventies. Like, yeah, I guess maybe like uh, I guess a lot of people would, but maybe I, I just had the opportunity to do it. Could, so, yeah, it yeah, could be that too. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah. That. But yeah, it was yeah. But like it's it's good when you meet them and you're like you meet those kind of people and you're like you know what they're everything I thought they would. Be. How about you? Who would you want to talk to wrestling wise if it was between those two? 
Those two? Yeah, if you had to pick between those oh, two. Oh, Stone Cold. Yeah. This has got to be Stone Cold, Stone Cold, right? yeah. I, th I think I would have to be like, I'd, I'd have to go see, I'd have to talk to a professional after I talk to uh, Ric Flair. Ric Flair. I would, uh, I'm, I'm on a kick right I, now yeah. watching. Uh, well, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if I, Ric Flair would be like, I'd be like, holy shit. I'd be like, good luck with all that. Good luck with all that, I have to go unload. Like, I need therapy because I feel yeah. like you gave me all your. Yeah, I, I need business. to take a shower. Yeah. I was, I've been watching a lot of um, of the Hulk Hogan is a liar videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan is. It's remarkable how much bullshit this guy just, like, comes up with off the top of his head if you ask him a question about a wrestler. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, somebody asked him a question about the Texas Tornado. Uh, Zach Efron. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he was on the plane with Kerry Von Erich, mm -hmm. like, on a flight before he killed himself. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, it, he couldn't have been because Kerry Von Erich was with other people in America yeah. while you were on a plane to, like, you know, fucking uh, Japan. Oh, God, yeah. Like, there's no way it could have happened. He talked about body slamming onto the giant, tore 18 muscles in his back, and six days later, Andre died. Six years later, Andre died. Mm -hmm. And he said it was the first time anybody had done it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even the first time Hulk Hogan had done it. Yeah. Like, he'd done it multiple times. Like, multiple wrestlers had body slammed Andre multiple times. And it wasn't you were body slamming Andre. Andre was doing a cartwheel and you happened to stand there. I think it's because, like, you know when, when him and Butcher Man shook hands when they were the Mega Powers? Like that? The massive and, and, energy yeah, surge? And he's, I think that... I think that it affected his, his brain. I think it fucked up his brain. There, there's a lot, man. There is so much wonderful, wonderful, like, insight into Hulk Hogan's fucked up personality. I have never been a Hulk Hogan fan. No, as I, a kid. I always equated handlebar mustaches to assholes when I was a little kid. I know. I, I liked him. I liked him when he was, uh, when it was a kid. Like, I, I, Hulkamania? Hulkamania. I didn't I mind, him. but I, I was like, more of a fan of, of uh, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, I was an Ultimate Warrior guy. Yeah. But in the end, I was like, my favorite wrestler But at that point was, was Mr. Perfect. I was always a much bigger Mr. Perfect fan mm -hmm. than any of those guys. Yeah, and then and then after that was Bret Hart. Bret Hart was great. Mr. Perfect, Bret Hart, Jake the Snake. It was kind of like my trifecta yeah. of these like underrated, like high-quality talent guys. Yeah, like Rick Martel. Um, I loved Rick Martel. Yeah. Um, the model. The model. I just loved his arrogance. arrogance. Yeah, and, and his fucking spray. sweater around his... I was like, this guy's... How could you not love this guy? This guy's out of control. Yeah. You know, I mean, like uh, Tito Santana, when him and Rick Martel were uh, Strike Force. Force. Yep. They were a tag team. I, mean, I, I, have his, I have his book. Tito Santana's book? Yeah. You want not, it? You know, I'll, I'll read the hell out of I'll, it. No, I'll give it to you. You can have it. Yeah. Well, I will put that on the wall. Yep. Uh, good episode, buddy. I think uh, we had a couple of false endings, and then I ranted. That's okay. And went on. And, yeah. That's uh, what it should be. It's freezing outside. So yeah. Made fun. it anyway. He made it anyway. Mm -hmm. that's, a, like a, that's a real trooper move. Yeah. Like a trooper, he made it anyway. Yeah. Um, we're, This is kind of like our, our pre-Christmas episode. Yeah. So I think we're going to shoot one. Just before Christmas, maybe like air it on Christmas. Yeah, maybe a fast one. We'll just like hammer it out real quick. Yep. When is when is Christmas? Uh, it's is Sunday. It, is it this coming Sunday? Yeah. Oh, we will not be doing that. Then. Yeah. I don't know why my head is the tenth. <laughs> <laughs> my my day's been blurring together from the amount of like shit that I've been up to. Yeah. So I guess we won't do that. But we'll do a New Year's episode probably. Yeah. Sure. So um, if you are listening to this one, we should have put a tag in the beginning too. If you're listening to this episode, and you made it this far into our ramblings. Go to Spotify or Apple from here on out. Yeah. Because I'm taking us off of uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. They're they're not doing anything for us. SoundCloud is nice. It's a good it's a good feature. It's got it's got a lot of features for people. A lot of people will use it mm -hmm. for, for what it is. I use it for music uploads. For music uploads, it's mm -hmm. not for us. Mm -hmm. we, we're not gonna be putting our stuff here. We're gonna be putting it directly on Spotify now. Because mm -hmm. um, we get way more out of that than we do from anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And um, Apple. So you're here and YouTube, obviously. If mm -hmm. you're watching this, you're watching this on YouTube. Yeah. So start watching it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's more fun to watch us fuck around. Even though, like, we don't move around too much. Yeah. Leave comments. Leave comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> comments on YouTube. Leave yeah. comments about what you want to hear us talk about or hit next and uh, how you want us. To we evolve. don't care. Yeah. yeah, we don't care. Yeah. 
We're, we're just we're just two a holes. Yeah, just talking smack, but not doing smack. <laughs> not doing any smack. Yeah. Uh, music has been going for some time. All right. Well, peace out. <laughs>